0: Disturb not the harmony of fire, ice, or lightning, lest these titans wreak destruction upon the world in which they clash. Though the water's great guardian shall arise to quell the fighting, alone its song will fail, thus the earth shall turn to ash. O chosen one, into thine hands bring together all three Their treasures combined tame the beast of the sea. Now it begins. I'm Luke Summerhays, and I love Articuno. possibly more so than anything else in the animal kingdom birds hold a prominent place in human mythology almost every culture on earth has a deity supernatural creature or just important symbol which is some kind of bird evidenced from cave paintings to ancient egyptian glyphs through east asian mythology all the way up to modern cryptids Humanity has always looked to the sky and felt a sense of wonder and a pang of jealousy. It makes perfect sense that the earliest, and to this day most numerous, types of legendary Pokémon are birds. There will be Pokémon in later generations which seem to map very cleanly onto famous birds from real-life mythology, like the Phoenix, the Thunderbird, and the Biblical Rock. Today, however, we're going to start at the start. The very first Pokemon games feature the three legendary birds. When we say legendary birds, we are usually referring to this trio of Articuno, Zapdos, and Moltres. Of course, we'll later get Ho-Oh, Lugia, Latios on Latias, and so on, but while those are legendary birds, they're not THE legendary birds. The trio's status as icons was arguably secured by Pokemon Go, wherein they became the mascot Pokemon for the three teams which players can join. Today, we'll be talking about the symbol of Team Mystic, Articuno. Articuno is an ice and flying type Pokémon, blue in colour and serene in its elegance. Until it starts using its powers, it doesn't look unlike a real bird. But if it were a real bird, it would be among the most beautiful and sought after in the world. The Pokémon Gold Pokédex says, The Magnificent The seemingly translucent wings of this legendary bird Pokémon are said to be made of ice. Of course, once it starts using its powers, they are considerable. Pokémon Silver's Dex says, One of the legendary bird Pokémon. It chills moisture in the atmosphere to create snow while flying. There are multiple birds from world mythologies, which are said to be responsible for the weather. Rainbirds and Thunderbirds. Though I don't think Articuno is explicitly supposed to be any of these. Perhaps the trio as a whole represents this idea. Or perhaps Lugia does. The concept was explored in depth in the film Pokémon The Movie 2000, The Power of One. Articuno is ostensibly a major part of this film though its role is primarily just to make high-pitched screaming noises and shoot beams, Articuno's very first Pokedex entry in Pokemon Red and Blue said, A legendary bird Pokemon that is said to appear to doomed people who are lost in icy mountains. In Japanese mythology, there are a number of spirits and yokai said to appear to people lost on mountains. Either to warn them of danger and lead them to safety, or to lure them to their doom, depending who one asks. Collectively called the yosuzume, these legends are told in mountainous prefectures all over the world, and they are usually heard but not seen. Also worth considering is the alsagenohi, a yokai which takes the form of a glowing blue heron and appears before people atop mountains. Even among the other legendary birds, Articuno in particular is treated like a mysterious monster in the original games, as players are able to glimpse it through a pair of binoculars long before having the opportunity to catch it themselves. This, along with its appearance in Pokemon Snap, was reflected in the anime through Todd's running plot of trying to snap a picture of Articuno. He eventually manages this on the oh-so-originally-named Snowtop Mountain. In the games, Articuno can usually be found in a cave on the Seafoam Islands south of Kanto. These islands are roughly analogous to the Ogasawara Islands south of real-world Tokyo, though this area actually has a warm subtropical climate, not one which brings to mind an iceberg. Just to the east is Cinnabar Island, based on Oshima Island, the setting for the most pivotal moments in the horror film Ring. Articuno did return in the anime, battling alongside Frontier Brain Noland. This Articuno was eventually defeated in a genuinely exciting climactic battle with Ash's Charizard. Of course, in the anime, when a trainer has a legendary Pokemon, it is treated as a seriously big deal. These are incredibly rare and uniquely powerful beings. In the games, however, Articuno has fallen far from grace. Generation 1 It had the highest special stat of all Pokémon which could learn the most powerful special move, Blizzard. Over time, the splitting of the special stat, the nerf to Blizzard's accuracy, and the inevitable onset of Power Creep, saw Articuno become less and less relevant. In a world where magical creatures exist in the place of normal animals, legendary Pokémon are a cut above, the legends among legends Other monsters are more powerful, or have more epic lore and complex designs, but Articuno manages to feel special through nothing more than grace and dignity. Music for Luke Love's Pokemon is composed by Jonathan Cromie. Artwork for the show is by Katie Groves. The podcast is hosted on SoundCloud and made by me for my own amusement, but is supported by fans at patreon.com slash lukelovespkmn. If you can... Please help me out by donating a dollar a month, and in return you can hear episodes a week early. I appreciate anyone spreading the word through social media or by rating and reviewing on iTunes. Find the show either on Twitter or Facebook at Luke Loves PKMN And please drop in and say hi. Get in touch about the next Pokemon we'll be covering, or any monster. Next Tuesday, we'll be talking about Zapdos, and the week after that, Moltres. On Thursday, Tune in for our chat about the Generation 8 Firestarter, Score Bunny. I love Articuno. And remember, I love you too.